Hello and welcome to Keeping It Real, where we slap you with the truth as we see it. I'm Anthony. And I'm Simeon. And today, guys, we're going to be talking about what is sexy. What's sexy? What is sexy? Well, I know what's sexy to me. Well, tell me. Confidence is always sexy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, having it together is sexy. Being well presented is sexy. Articulate is sexy. Intelligent is sexy. All right, well, you're taking over. Run with it. Well, yeah, all these really great characteristics are super, super sexy. And what I'm finding, and this is the hard part that I'm having time reconciling, is that I'm finding a lot of straight guys having these qualities. And the gay guys, not so much. Well, let's clarify that a little bit, because I think it's not so much the straight guys as the new straight guy. The new straight guy. A particular sect of straight guy that is just, like, really having it all together lately. And it's setting me off. I mean, and they're younger. It's a younger generation, you know, and working in retail, I've come across a lot of people. You work with a lot of different age brackets, but, you know, you tend to get that young, sad university, college age. And it's really remarkable how many of these boys, we're talking about the boys right now. Thank you. Are sexy. Yeah, and and it's really interesting because, you know, they have a lot of the qualities that we mentioned. Um, I know, and then we're looking at an age bracket that's just slightly older than that, let's say even five years older than that, you know, people who are between the 30s and the 40s. You know, a term that was used to classify that type of man, you know, might have been metrosexual, which is a word that I fucking dis- I hate it. It's disgusting. I think it's so gross. Oh my god, well you're hilarious. Well, tell us why it's so gross, because I found the word funny when I first heard it, metrosexual. Yes. I'm like, mm, what are you really trying to say about this man? Yeah. By calling him a metrosexual. To me, when I hear the word metrosexual, it's like, not even quite a man. I know that's not what that means, but it, like, it, it just lacked. It lacks that fizzle, it lacks that rrrr, you know what I mean? It's just so black. Well, I thought it was, okay, so it's metro, so it's urban, urban center, and I mean, I guess they're a bit conscious of themselves, or they're a bit sophisticated, I guess, if you live in an urban area, you're supposed to be a little sophisticated. Sure. That's how I would understand that to mean. Sure. The metrosexuals, they have the qualities that, I mean, some of the qualities that we mentioned, you know, having themselves together, but really they were just taking these style cues from the gay culture, you know, the culture cues from the gay culture, and applying it really just for pulling power. That was the thing, right? It's like, okay, how do I use all these characteristics that are typically associated with gay guys and use them to apply them to get women? So super, it was just strictly superficial. But was that not sexy? Because the women found a lot of these gay men who, you know, were groomed, were fashion conscious, had style, had manner, So, you know, they'd get their manis and their petties, and it was a time when I think the thought of a man getting a manicure or pedicure was like, oh, how gay. Right. But then it was, now, really, it's not a big deal for men to go and get their manicures and their pedicures, and to get facials, and, you know, to really take hygiene to the proper levels. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. No, I, I agree with you. That's all great. But again, those are all qualities that are of a superficial nature. So yes, that's all well and good. Okay, finally you've pulled yourself together and you're looking somewhat decent. Great, and now you can pull a woman. Great, and you can finally have some sex. Sure. But I'm talking about those other those other qualities that we mentioned earlier. 
those qualities of like you know that confidence, that sex appeal, that that um, the intelligence, the you know that the cultural savvy. These are elements that are not necessarily tangible in the way that I, yes, I can you know hire you know buy Ling to, to get my nails done. You know, like it's like <laughs> so um, you know <laughs> what I mean. Are buy Ling. Yeah, buy Ling. <laughs> <laughs> nails by Ling. Exactly, nails by Ling. Okay. So it's like, it's more than that. It's more than that. So I just found that the whole idea of metro is like, okay, how do we appropriate these these things that are part sexy, of, sexy from the from the gay culture, appropriate it, apply it to the straight people, and use it to get what we want. I didn't really necessarily like that. I'm more into the new style of straight guy. That all that kind of stuff, it's not as conscious. They're not consciously trying to apply those things. That stuff is already kind of ingrained. It's in them. They know that sort of stuff. It is so not something that they're conscious about. They're just doing it. And that's entirely much more sexy because it's not overprocessed. It's not thought. Okay, so I guess most people know the metrosexual. Yeah. Right, that's been around, what, that was in the 90s? Mm -hmm. 90s, 2000s. 90s, 2000s, you had yourself together, you were well-groomed, hygiene, all that package. It's really about pulling, getting the women, because, you know, it was all a thing to go to the gay bars and kind of appear gay, because the girls would then want to get with you and then have the joy of turning you up. And that was, you know, it was a good little scheme in the metrosexual thing, I get it. So the new school, straight guy. And let's look at even the gay guys, because right now we're looking at the straight guys as being sexier mm -hmm. than the gay guys. Absolutely. Well, let's. What's talk going on? Because how is that even possible if the metrosexual was drawing from the gays yes. to get that appeal? How is it that the new school straight, straight guy, guy is trumping the gays? See, and that's the fucked up part. That's the fucked up part. So let's talk about some of the qualities that, like, let's let's explore a little bit of these qualities that actually make the new school straight guys so freaking appealing. Okay. So yes, the look is on point. They have it, right? So they got their style. They got their swagger. They have the swagger. They have the style. They are, you know, the bodies are on point. They know that this stuff is essential. These new straight guys have felt the same social pressures as women has felt over the last 50 years. Right? In terms of the visual marketing, the branding that's been kind of pumped out, you know, to affect them. These new straight guys have had that also pumped into them from a straight male perspective. The idea of what straight male beauty looks like. So all that is already ingrained in their psyche. So they're working at that from jump, from children. Like, oh shit. That but, but let's stop for a second because, you know, I can see that for a degree mm. or a certain way. So yes, we have these new schools, very 80s. 80s is all about body beautiful, getting it together. Uh -huh. And there's, yes, there's a particular set now that do look after themselves and the gym is a part of their regular routine. Right. And you know, their protein shakes, everybody's on them. And whatever, paleo diet, whatever it is, it keep should. yourself looking sexy. Keep yourself looking fun. But we still have those, what do you call them, hipsters? Uh -huh. Who do not have themselves looking good, who are also in that sort of same age bracket or are they not because they look a hot hot mess well this is the thing like yes the I guess I would say that the age bracket is the same anywhere between let's say you know 21 and 26 okay and you do have the gay hipster you do have the gay hipster which is a variety of gay that I don't much care for because they look a hot hot mess they look a hot mess so even within that context in the gay scene you know we have yes different factions but this new look of not caring about one's physical appearance, where the new straight guy is still conscious of physical appearance and hygiene and health. Of course. What's going on here? Well, this... How are they the same age bracket and there's a split? 
Is there a rebellion against well, I think that old... You, you took the words right out of my mouth, right? Like, I think there is a rebellion against, uh, you know, what I like to call kind of the classic gay visual package, right? Like, I think there is that. Very put together, very polished, Manicured, very clean. clean, yeah. Like, I think there is... There there's is, a backlash. There's that. a backlash. There's a kind of, you know, kind of like a, a movement away from that, which I, I, I can kind of get. Like, I get that. It's, yeah, so t- what's the get there? Because... I'm not sure well, I get it. Like, like with any child, right? Like with any child, you know, you want to distance yourself away from your parent, right? You want to make yourself uniquely you, and so you don't want to be what you see came before you, and so you do. You don't want to be clean. You don't want to be it's like. It's not about that. You don't want to be trimmed. I mean, it's sometimes not about these that. beards and things. I'm looking. I'm like, Shit. oh my lord. There's crumbs in there. Soup bits. Like, I mean, there's a cockroach nest in there. <laughs> no, but really though, but I think that it, it is more about you know, okay. There are there are all these social kind of constructs associated with you know what it meant to be gay. So you know taking care of yourself, the manicure, the clean, you know all this kind of stuff. And so and then there was being very femme. Yeah, well, those, those things are associated with being very girly or being very feminine, right? The woman who you know preens and spends hours looking after herself and preening and look, taking care to make herself beautiful and mm-hmm. attractive and appealing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So you see the new straight guys. They do those sort of things, and it's not a big deal for them. It's not. It's also not even conscious for them. They're just doing it because they know it's something that they need to do. It just they do it. It's they do it. So then, but then they have the gays who are deliberately rebelling against. Exactly. It. So it's not to look gay, or is it just like what? Is, I don't understand I think the motivation a, behind. It. I think it's twofold. I think it is. I think it's the idea of you know not to outwardly look gay. One, and I think two, it is the idea of you know rebelling against the thing, the predecessor, the thing that came before you. We are our distinct own culture. We are our own distinct. We have our distinct set of way we behave, our rules of conduct, whatever. I think that is a precise attempt to create division between that type of. Those two types of cultures. So this now becomes so unless you're a twink, because twinks would probably be the ones that would fall mostly into this, you know, very smooth, clean cut, pretty mm-hmm. category. But you'll see, but you'll see a young, what you consider a twink, you know, physically, um, be a hipster. You'll see that. When in the sense that you'll see, you know, the over the oversized tank tops, you know, the piercings, the tattoos. Um, but but you, not dirty? Not dirty, and you want to know why? Because youth is on their side. But I thought hipster <laughs> also equal dirty. Not necessarily. That's a generalization. I think it's more... There's a polished hipster? I mean, if you're a hippie, grungy kind of person, how you can give me polished? No, there... And then say that you're still this... No, 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 no. You, there's not... Or are you just playing at fashion hipster I think that's a real it. hipster. That's the thing, playing at fashion hipster. And I think there's a lot of that happening too. Okay, so you have the <laughs> yeah. fashion hipster and you have the real hipster. Yes, exactly. All too much. All too much for me. All right. But let's get back to the sexiness of the new straight guy. Yeah. And where did we discover them? How did we even come to, to note this new straight guy? Well, I mean, like, I mean, like we said, we, you know, working in the retail industry, we've you know, come across many boys who we've seen grow into men literally right before our eyes and so you know and it's really interesting how we see this movement from you know the initial stage which is like this youthful stage and how they grow into you know their own sense of self and and comfort level and comfort with you know other aspects of sexuality and being really okay with also adopting aspects of that and applying it to their own life well, it's interesting. I call these like the Care Bear children. I, you know, coming back from Montreal and joining this new team and being in suburbs and seeing all these more suburbanite children, I was like, these are some Care Bear children. I've never seen so much 
affection and physicality and yeah. like, like it's been a long time. That's mostly reserved for like, you know, you think like five-year-olds mm -hmm. who are just so open and expressive and very touchy-feely with each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at 19 and 20 and 21-year-olds who are doing the same thing. Yeah. And they're very, it's almost, it's very intimate in how they behave with each other that it took me back. Mm -hmm. now, I was is, taken aback. Now, is this what you're seeing with the, with this, with the new straight guys? With the new school straight guy, absolutely. With one another? Well, I do see it amongst themselves, the playfulness, well, the I jockey. Well, I think that that's different, right? Like, when we talk about, there's affection and then we have playfulness. And, and I agree with that, that I, one of the major points of sex appeal for me with this new straight guy is that, you know, they are so playful. There is such a sense of play and wonder with the way they behave, which for me, I find very, very appealing because I just want to play. I'm just wanting to have a good time and be silly and, you know, and see what happens sort of thing. So, for well, me... Well, let's, let's keep it real. Let's keep it very real. Uh -huh. This one here yes. is one hungry kind of animal. Oh shit. So my whole exposure to this new school is really coming through reactions. Uh -huh. Because the way you pursue these boys and show affection with them and how they become so comfortable with the attention and mm. actually seek it out is what makes me laugh. I mean, I've it's, it's remarkable. Right. I mean, I've witnessed you try to be biting up people's titties, yeah. chewing off an arm, looking for a neck bone, like... It's true. It's you know, true. and just going goo-goo-ga-ga for these new school straight guys who are setting you off with their sexiness. Okay, so are you trying to tell me if an animal was in the wild and saw something that looked good, it wouldn't go ahead and pounce on it? Well, that's what I'm saying. You are like a wolf. Well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. But a lone one. Thank Lord there's not a pack. Listen, I'm okay with that. Trust me, because y'all get shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, no, but it's true, though. Like, I, for me, like, these guys are, yeah, again, they're super cute. They're toned, you know, their bodies are on point. They're silly. I find that very attractive. So, I'm going to respond to that. So, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to test the waters. I'm going to press up on you and see how you respond. And I'm going to push it further and further and further and you're gonna like it and I guess they do and they do you've witnessed it yourself I have and you know also one of the things I like about them a lot is that I see that they're very open that's right so they're okay with this kind of the attention that you know I'm showing them they actually like you said they seek it out I mean, but there, well, obviously there are limits, though. You know, they well, do like course. they do like to play gay a little bit, you know, and have their fun with the attention. But there are always the boundary when it's like if it gets a little too real. But how do we feel about that? You know, again, it's part of their sexiness that they can always fall back on being straight. Like that's the fallback. Yeah, they can be playful and they can allow for, you know, this new kind of interaction with a guy. Yeah. And they're like, I don't care that he's gay. I don't care if he's straight. You know, the attention is great. They I love, love the attention. attention. Sure. This this is a very much, you know, attention-seeking generation. Everyone wants to be a celebrity or be close to one, so that sort of is, you know, I guess, is that a cause or an effect? I'm not sure, but it's correlated to it just part feels of good. who they are. Sure. But is it also that safety, the safety net is that they can fall back on being straight? Well, I mean, I mean, yes, absolutely, right? Like, the thing is, I can give you all the attention that I want to give you because you're looking good and you're setting me off and we can play at all that. And I'm okay, like, and, and the reality is, like, I, mean, I can only speak for myself, like, bitch, I know you're straight. I'm not trying to do all that. For me, I, it's fully, fully 
playtime. I'm just being silly and having fun and just enjoying it. So I know, personally, the boundaries. I'm not gonna cross those things. I'm gonna play, I'll squeeze you up and pretend to bite your titty and all that kind of stuff. But, at, but then it stops, right? So I guess it's time for a slap. Because on the flip side, that these guys are so sexy. Yeah. We talked about, yeah, they got confidence, they got a little swag going on, they're keeping themselves together, they're more expressive, they're more receptive to affection between guys and being playful and, you know, they don't use that to color how they feel about themselves or their sexuality or their identity. There can be a lot more open in that way. So the slap comes in, these guys are sexy. Why are the gay boys not so sexy? I mean, there's a lot of, and again, we talked about there's many different categories right. that they can fall into. But overall, walking on the street, why is it that you're, these guys are just not as sexy as the new school straight guys? I, I think that there is, I think that gay guys are dealing with a lot of things around them. Right, or things that kind of have infiltrated their psyche. And it's always kind of playing in the background. So I think it is an element of over, you know, hyper-consciousness or over-analyzing and thinking too much. And the thing I like about these straight guys is that, you know, they, yes, they're smart and they're intelligent, they have education and they're applying it and, and all this kind of stuff, but really they're also, they're growing and they're and they're being playful and they're not afraid of making mistakes, which is something that I like because you can only learn from your mistakes. Well, youth is sexy and they right. are they're in their youth. But when we're looking at the same age bracket, you know, gay, you know, the gay counterpart to it, I'm not seeing that same sex appeal. I'm seeing a much more conscious and cautious gay guy. So less, so they're afraid of being flamboyant. Like the new straight guy can be a bit more flamboyant. They're very flamboyant. Very flamboyant. Like they're so affectionate with one another, playful, huggy, touchy, you know, they're, and, and they're also. Body conscious, so they're dressed for their body, they're showing it off. Absolutely, for one another, saying, and they're always, always in competition with each other. And yeah, and look at this, and look at me, and I lifted this, and you know, like, ooh, that looks good. And, and they're. Check and, these abs out. And they're so, and they're so supportive of one, I mean, my experience has been that they're so supportive of one another in their progression forward. Where in the gay world, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that support of, oh, you know what, you're looking really good today, or that, you, wow, your chest, you know, I'm not seeing that same kind of positive reinforcement amongst gay guys on a physical level that I'm seeing amongst the new straight guys with one another. Does that make sense? I guess it kind of does. I mean, I guess also it has to do with competition, whereas, you know, men amongst men who are just in other men. Right? That's just the same pool of everything. Right, exactly. Yes. Versus where you have the straight guys and like, yeah, it's in competition for... So they still have their brotherhood or camaraderie, you could say, in a sense. Whereas they're targeting women. Right. So even though they may be in competition for the same woman... Yeah. It's different than when you're in competition with each other, how you're looking, and then also after other men. I mean, yeah, no, is I... There yeah, I get what you're a saying. a distinction there? Is there something that... I get what you're saying, like I think the word that you said about, uh, you know, being in the same pool, it's just all in the same pool, it's just all one, right? Like, there's no distinct, it's just one thing. And I get that, like that to me I think is the best analogy for what we're dealing with right here. It's just too concentrated. And so even though you have three different groups, there's still that idea of not wanting to really big up the next guy, like, it's, yeah. You, you know, and like, it's, let's be honest, we hear it often, you know, to say that you have friends in the gay community. Yeah. A lot of people in the gay community have no friends mm -hmm. that they would really call a friend. 
they may have acquaintances and they may have people that they party with and so on and so forth. Yeah. But if push came to shove, they'd be hard pressed to find in their contacts someone that they could really rely on. And trust. So is that part of the lack of sex appeal? Because at one point, you know, like I said, in the 90s, gay was sexy. Yeah. You know, George Michael was sexy. Well, it was a breakout, right? You completely, you just, you broke away all the shackles that was holding you down and, you know, you moved forward in unison as a group. And, you know, it was about, you know, you were working alongside with one another, trying to move the, the movement forward. Like, there was a whole bunch of things that were happening at that time that we're seeing that the work of all that is really just falling by the wayside now 20 years later. And so where do we find ourselves? Is Stuck? it just competition amongst each other or is it just why? Where is the lack of confidence then? I mean, some of the things that we're looking at talking about hyper-awareness yeah. and the projection. So what I find a lot is there's always this idea of being something other than yourself. Mm-hmm. And I can get that in a time when you weren't able to be, so we're able to grow so naturally. Yeah. But now I find there's a lot more openness to that where you can do that. But it's interesting that the new straight guy has the confidence and we find that these gay guys don't display the same level of confidence as a man acting in the world. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And like I think, like you said, it has to do with, for me, it's like, okay, I can see through people and I can see through whether or not someone is being true or fraudulent. And when I look at you and I can suss your behavior and I can say, that is fraudulent behavior, that is not sexy to me. So if you're carrying on and you're overthinking and you're trying to project a certain way, you know, uh, a certain way about yourself or a certain manner about how you wish to carry yourself, I can, for me, that's not sexy because I can see right through it. Well, who is that for? Is that trying to get validation? We talked about, yes, the new school straight guy, he likes attention. Right. And he'll sop it up. So is this the gay guy's way of getting attention by projecting something that he thinks will gain him favor? Or, you know, why is he not choosing to be himself and deal with the repercussions. As we, you know, that was Stonewall, that was bathhouse raids, that was a whole lot of things that were going on where people were like, no, I'm gonna be this and go forward and be proud and have something called pride based on those actions coming out of me versus trying to project something that fits in with society to be validated. I I think that it, it does have to do with the idea of, you know, I have all these things that I've seen in the media, I've kind of, you know, I've absorbed into my consciousness and I want to make sure that I deliver on those aspects. And so I am creating or manufacturing my sense of self and projecting it into the world so that people think that I am what I'm supposed to be. But what is that? Well, exactly, right? And it's and it's about what again what we've seen in the media, right? And it's but like before media, you have a sense of yourself, right? We do have a sense of yourself, and that's why. And this this is something that we spoke about before. It was like the idea of like for me, I, I can see it's like a distinct pattern that I see with this, like these children right out the gate, you know, eighteen and 19, 20 years old. You're seeing fr- they're fresh. They're excited, they're new, they're wide-eyed, and they're ready to absorb things as they come to them and, and happy to do it. And, they're, and they'll engage you to get that information. And then something happens, a, a switch gets flicked or a transformer gets pulled and I don't know what happens. And then all of a sudden, you see there, if things start to disconnect. 
and they become disconnected and then projections happen. And I'm like, well, what happened in your time? Did something happen within that time where you were absorbing all that information? Did you under, did you feel like, okay, given all this stuff, I now understand that I need to be this to get that? I want to understand something. So here we are in 2012, modern day. Modern day is always supposed to mean better day, mm -hmm. right? So I'm thinking now, okay, why is it still that so many of these young gay guys are still modeling after women? Is there a, I mean, is there still a lack of gay male role models to choose from? Or just men in general? I mean, these new school straight guys are pretty sexy. And I would think in the future if they get into key positions, right? Yeah. Those would be kind of men to model yourself after as a young man, regardless of your orientation. Sure because they're delivering me that, you know, they're being, they're delivering me man, mm -hmm. as I can, as I will say it, mm -hmm. right? They take action, they're, you know, thoughtful. So they're really becoming the best of both worlds, right? Mm -hmm. That feminine, masculine combine, and they're, yes, they're living it out. Why is it on the gay tip that I don't see these same level of masculine male projection? Or is there something like, is that still linked to being heterosexual? I don't get why it's linked to heterosexuality, or is it linked to macho? Because we know that the gays love a macho. Mm -hmm. They like a Marlboro man. You know, they like the tom so the fantasies of these big, burly, strong, masculine, tough guys is a fantasy that they like to get with and sexualize. But being that sort of man, why are there so few? Why don't I see more of these type of men in everyday interactions just walking around? Who just happen to be gay? I don't know. That's a good question. that lacks sex appeal to me. So... You're in position of power. I know you exist in positions of power. You've got your homes. You've got money. You've got a lot of things set up and going on for you. And yet, still, when you display yourself, when I look at, you know, A versus B... Yeah. I just don't get that same level of sexy. I don't get that same level of fun or openness. This, I feel yeah. it's so much more still a construct. So this is this is the thing for me. Like we have we have a lot of kind of we have some distinct ideas here. We have the idea of man, we have the idea of openness, and we have the idea of sexy. And in a perfect world, all three of those things would come together, like what is it called? A Venn diagram? You know, in a perfect world, those three elements would come together and it, you know, that would be what... Oh. Thank you, the, the heavens would open, the light would shine down, you know. And glory be. Thank you. We'd all be raised up. But, so, but, like, but that is not a perfect world and not everyone falls into those categories and I mean, and that's okay. But for, for me, ultimately, the kind of the bottom line is, you know, just be true to yourself. Right? Like, that's my thing. You will be so much happier, so much more confident if you're just stay true to yourself. And the thing But are you allowed to? Because the new straight guy, as we always said, they always have the fallback of being straight. Right. They're in the majority, they're in the end, that's the win, period. So yes, we're looking at that and we're like, oh my god, it's so sexy, because they're incorporating things about from ourselves. Right. Yes. Or from the feminine that we really appreciate while still maintaining that masculine essence. Yes, yes. It's a natural the masculine drive coming out from them, the testosterone and things are kicking in. You're like, yeah, I see that while you're, you know, smoothing out the edges and keeping it polished and together and, you know, your verbal skills a bit more intelligent rather than just being a gruff 
you know, barking in person. Yeah. You've got intelligence and things working behind you, and you've got emotions that are working with you. So you're rounding out the whole package. I just don't see why is it on the flip side. We don't already have these well-rounded... I mean, I would expect to see well-rounded gay men, especially older ones, being damn sexy who have it together now. Right. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I mean, you bring up an interesting topic. It's like, why do we feel... Why does the gay man feel that they can't be who they are? Or, you know, who, or stay true to themselves? That's not a question that I can answer because I am certainly 100% what you see is what you get. I'm not trying to plant nothing. Really? Yeah. So what are we getting? Are we getting mad or are we getting woman? You're getting both, depending on my mood, depending on the circumstance, depending on the situation. Yes, my look might be something I'm more slight or thin and, you know, my eyelashes are big and, you know, story, story, story. Yes, maybe some of my features might be considered more uh, feminine, but the energy that I'm displaying can be sometimes feminine and can certainly sometimes be masculine. So, and I'm okay with that, because for me, as long as I'm exploring the full spectrum of those emotions and that energy, I, like I said, I have never been happier than I've ever been in my life now. So you think you're sexy? Yes! What makes you sexy? With, because of all the things I just cited. So, so you consider yourself sexy, so you don't consider yourself to be amongst the general population. You see yourself outside of that. That you are a good balance of the masculine and feminine and you enjoy, I mean, I know you enjoy working, you enjoy your little swish around. Sure. But you also enjoy your roughhousing and, you know. My physical, carnal, testosterone-driven self. And you know like, that. You don't try and tone that down either. No. Right? So it's like, don't get it twisted. People have this perception of gay as always being very weak and lame. Or, you know, it's not just about a guy having sex with another guy. Thank you. For the term gay, people have a whole lot of other colors that make that up. So, this is why I always find it interesting. I just sometimes have to get my head around it. You look at, yeah, Neil Patrick Harris, and people are like, wow, here's a gay guy that can play straight. I'm like, give me a break, people. That's been going on in Hollywood exactly. for a long time. Also, who cares? Like, so what? Right? But do we see him? Is he... Sexy? Is he yeah, new I, school gay guy? I would say that he has, he has, uh, now that, I mean, after, I mean, we're being very specific with him, but like, you know, after him breaking through his shell, I mean, he had the platform to become sexy. So, you know, he took the opportunity to say, okay, yes, you know, I've been outed or whatever, and I'm, okay, now I'm gay, and I'm going to accept that, and I'm on this very popular television show, and I can just go for it. So he could have easily kind of fallen back, or had gone for it, and he went for it, and you know, and he's, you know, put his life on blast, and he's not, you know, not hiding nothing, and he was very open about his, you know, his boyfriend, and all this kind of stuff, maybe husband now, I think they got married, and you know, all this kind of stuff, so, and you know, and he's on these award shows, and you know, he's, and he's making, poking fun at himself, which I re really like too. Oh, playful. Yeah, thank you. So Open. Thank you. Expressive. Thank you. Less of a facade. Thank you. So, yes, okay, yes, he had to, but, see the thing, this is very interesting, he needed to brock out. Well, you have to brook out. And I think that maybe it is something of, you know, uh, as you get older, you, you fucking don't give a shit, right? Like, I think that, you know, you hit a mark and you're like, okay, forget it, right? Like, just I'm just going to be me and just, I, it's too much work doing all the, all the other stuff. I can't do it. Well, I think isn't part of being a man or being masculine, you know, adversity and challenge? That's part of it, right? I think that's what I always understood. 
that a man goes out and meets the world. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have challenges, you're going to have adversities, you're going to be in confrontations. And that's nothing to fear. It's something to embrace as part of your manhood. That is kind of the key component here. And you mentioned it, well-rounded. You need to have all those aspects. And I'm finding that the new straight guy has those aspects. They are fully well-rounded. They have those masculine qualities that are, you know, that's just, you know, they're men. They're, you know, heterosexual men. They have those qualities. That's, you know, who they are. And then they have all these other things through conditioning and social behavior and experiences that they've understood, oh, there's also feminine qualities that I can apply to get what I want. And I'm going to do that. Yeah, I think also they're open to questioning things, right? They're open to questioning themselves and their own ideas. And I think that's what I like about the young. I always have this about young people in general and those who maintain their youth always have this quality. They do not think they know everything. They do not begin to close off their ideas. They're always open to the idea of reevaluating themselves or what they think. And I enjoy that about this new school straight guy. Yeah. The new straight guy. Because they have that sort of openness. And again, you know, many of them have only seen or learned about gay on TV and through media. And then being able to connect with actual human beings and discover that it's not just like TV. Exactly. It's not so two-dimensional. There's way more to it. And on the same side, you know, meeting a lot of the gay guys, I'm like, my gosh. I'm like, you just need to be a bit more aggressive. Yeah. You got to own your your own thing a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Because that's what's appealing. I mean, who I want someone next to me who is equally you know, proud of who they are in themselves and who can take care of themselves or who are self-reliant and, you know, have got some skills. Skills are sexy. Exactly. I mean, and that's a, and then that's a whole set too, right? It's like, what are the qualities of a man that I want to be beside me? And for how long do I want that man to be beside me? Well, that's for a whole other discussion. And we'll get to that. Believe me, it'll be a good one. So guys, thank you for joining us. It's been great. My name is Simeon. And I'm Anthony. And if you guys felt like you were slapped, we encourage you to... Slap back at Keeping It Real, the podcast at gmail.com. K-E-E-P-I-N, it, real, the podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a great one. Bye. Cheers.